This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. podcast welcome back to unwinding i feel like i always start my episodes this way but like it's just i guess it's just our thing right how are we doing i hope everybody's having a beautiful week i am this week has been weird a little bit okay it's been weird i've been very very tired for like no reason you know like no amount of caffeine has been able to wake me up i don't know what it is but you know what it's going to be fine. So I'm so excited for this episode. I'm going to not ramble in this intro because a solo is coming your way. And I know I've been saying that for a while, but like I promise a solo episode is coming your way where we will do all of the updates. Okay. Thing is like, I've just been so excited about these beautiful conversations that I've been having with people that like, I just want to keep sharing them with you, you know? So but it's coming. Okay. It's coming. So we have Maddie back on today and Maddie has already been on the podcast and we had such a great first episode, which go listen after this one. Okay. But don't listen to this one. And then, and then you can go and listen to that one. Um, this episode is everything I needed. Okay. Because I have been feeling some kind of way about Instagram and part of my job. It's, you know, it's part of my life. Um, but I've just been like feeling some kind of way and you'll hear why and what and everything in the episode. But we basically talk about maximizing your online presence and popping off on TikTok and finding your why and how to show up on your stories and how to show up for the people that follow you. And just, we just get so specific and you guys are going to love this episode, whether you are on, like, whether you want to start something online, whether you're already online. I just think it's, I just think everybody will get something from this episode. So I can't wait for you guys to listen. I'm going to wrap up my intro. Hope you guys are having a beautiful week. Make sure to follow Maddie. I will tag both her, both of her accounts in the show notes as well as mine. Okay. Don't forget a bitch. Come say hi to me too. And tag me, tag me when you're listening. It makes my day. It makes me so happy. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so Thank excited you. to have you again. Um, and oh, I need to stop saying ums. That's like, that's the goal. Okay. So uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this episode. We're going to do basically like a how to build and strengthen your social media strategy. So I just want to quickly preface before we get into it. Like, I think this is going to be so helpful for people that are, are starting fresh, you know, um, but right. also for someone who might already have a strategy or already have a presence online, I think this is going to be very, very helpful because, I mean, I'm learning stuff every single day and all of these platforms, I feel like, are constantly changing with what's working best, etc. So, let's get into it. So, I think... Yes, let's do I it. I mean, I don't know where you want to start, but also, hi, let me let you say hello. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> let you speak. Um, I think, I think something that is very underrated is like thinking about why you're even starting something. And I think that will tie into like 
what kind of content you make and where you show up and how you show up and your tone and and finding your audience like I think this is such a, people just want to get to like the what's gonna work what's gonna get me followers but it's like sometimes I think you have to like go a little bit beyond that and think about like right. why are you even wanting to do this like why do you want right. an Instagram following why do you want to pop off on TikTok like <laughs> what's the actual like what's your why do you know what I'm saying yeah and like you have to you have to really think about that like what is something that you can be consistent with but Mm -hmm. also realizing that it's never going to be linear growth is not linear and you may grow really fast at one point and then slow down reach a standstill yeah and you have to be okay with that you have to be okay that sometimes people will not be listening to you sometimes people won't care as much as they did before and it's the momentum that you give to yourself because you love what you're doing that I think matters the most people a lot of times will start something for the sheer fact that they want to be famous Mm -hmm. or they want to have eyes on them but you know it's not always the case there I think we've all as content creators gone through times where you know things kind of reach a standstill. You're not growing. Um, People aren't giving you as much engagement as they were before. And a lot of people stop at that point. I mean, how how many, you know, people that we have seen just take breaks because it, it was tearing them down because the engagement was so bad. And that's why it's so important to pick something that you are so passionate about that you love talking about whether it's to one person or to a hundred thousand people you know right like would you do this regardless and you know would I make TikToks regardless like probably not but I'm enjoying it so much and I think about the message that I'm trying to send and that is something that I would do regardless and that I do with the people in my life and I think right you know I think there is definitely something to say about how emotionally taxing this can be like emotionally and mentally again like any job right like any job it's gonna have its perks and it's and things that are not as fun and when your job relies so heavily sometimes on numerical figures it can get tough and that's where that's where sometimes I have personally been like you know sometimes a break is good for me like a day taking a day off is great but that's where sometimes I'm like why am I doing this like that's where I go back to like okay well you just have to keep going sometimes and readjust and also well this was something I wanted to mention later but just asking for help I think that's something that people are like scared to do and that doesn't necessarily mean paying someone like if that is something within your capacity like I 100% recommend there are so many coaches out there there's you there's a million people that can help you with whatever you need and sometimes you just need someone to like bounce ideas off of or someone to be like you know what maybe do this maybe try that have you thought about this you know whatever but I think um, there's something to say about asking for help. And if you can, you know, if that's something that you can do to pay someone for a session for a coaching month or whatever it is, do that. And if not, ask your friends or people that you trust and you value, ask them for criticism. Like I'm always asking my best friend, I'm like, what, what do you think I need to do more of? Are you liking my stories? Am I doing that? Like I, I, I want the criticism because that's how you adjust and that's how you continue to, grow you know so okay let's let's get let's get let's go to like the foundation so let's pretend I'm someone you know let's say I want to I want to start an Instagram and I'm coming to you for help and 
what are one of the what are the, what are what are a few of the first things that you recommend I focus on? So, okay, first say you're starting fresh and you don't even know what you want to niche down in and you're trying to figure that out. I always cuz I've had a few clients like this where they don't they haven't started yet, but they know they want to and right. they know that they want to be a content creator. Yeah. And I always tell them, okay, start talking to your friends and family. What is it about you that they like about you? You know, what are you good at? Ask other people. And a lot of times, and I feel like this was the case with you. It's like a lot of times they know what they're good at. And and they they know, but they, you almost need that person Mm -hmm. to, you know, um, validate that. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I feel like that was the exact case with you. You knew what you were going to be good at on yeah. TikTok. You knew where you, the direction you wanted to go, but you just wanted to hear it from someone else that they also agree that that's exactly what they see you doing too. Right. And so I think that's the first step. Like talk to friends, talk to family, write it down, write down your qualities, write down um, maybe three things that you want your page to be around. Um, for me, it was, you know, skincare education. I wanted it to be fun and entertaining. And, like, so every single time I make a piece of content, I, I think about those two things. If it doesn't have to do with those two things, then I'm not going to make it. Even yeah. if I want to, I'm just I'm not going to because that's kind of um, the ground rules for my page. So I think right. asking friends and family, having ground rules, writing it down, and then once you start have like a a bank of content that is ready to go. So, you know, whether that's 30 days of content, two weeks of content, have a bank because I need to get better at this. Right. And if you don't, it's just the the chance of burnout is so much easier because mm-hmm. think about it. You're not always feeling 100% every single day. And we talked about this last time. Like we have a battery of energy and yeah. some days we just aren't at full capacity especially when it's something creative like you're not always going to be inspired so whenever you are like run with it get as much out of it as you can like that's why a few of my tiktoks are i'm all i'm wearing the same thing and like five of them because i'm like that day i was fucking feeling it and i just like kept going you know and sometimes that's what you have to do you have to find what works for you to have your content no people don't care like at the end of the day i think it varies platform to platform but i think across the board the theme is more like people just want real shit people just want to see your life or like whatever it is that you are choosing to share they want to see it without 20 million filters you know I want to go back to niching down because that is something that people are so scared to do people don't want to do it because you know a lot of people have multiple interests and they don't want to just pick one But I want to talk about why that is so helpful to do, especially at the beginning and how you can, how, I just think people are scared of the word, like when you say niching down, like I've had sessions with people too, where they're like, I don't want to, I just want to be lifestyle. And it's like, listen, I hear you, but let me tell you why it will help you even more if you start with a few pillars, I guess, like one, two, three content pillars that you're focusing on. Um, and then slowly we integrate other things. It doesn't mean that for the rest of your life, you're only going to be allowed to talk about skincare. Like, do you get what I'm saying? That's what I think people have. There's like a misconception. Um, so I would love to like, let's elaborate on like niches and is that even how you say it? Niches and like why it's valuable. Yeah. I think niching down is so important because you have to think about like when picking a niche, 
try to think of loopholes in your industry. Say your industry is fashion. What are the loopholes? What are the issues that people... Yeah. Right. What are people asking about? You know, what are people wondering about? Even like, what what do do you like? Like, what do you like to watch? Right? Like, who do you go to? Like, go to them and see like what they're kind of doing. Because if you keep going back to someone, it's because you are... Like, there's clearly a demand for that. Exactly. And, you know, we are all so unique, Mm -hmm. but... I promise you that if there's something that you really, really like, there are going to be hundreds of thousands of other people that really, really like that. And I think people, it's hard for people to understand that, oh, well, I just want to speak to everyone. I just want, you know, I want to do skincare for this person and I want to do fashion for this person and I want to do exercise for this person. But, you know, not everyone is looking for all of those things in one and they'd rather go to a source that is has a sole purpose of one thing and they know exactly what they're going to get or else they're going to come onto your page and they don't know where to start they don't know what highlight to look at they don't know what posts to read i think ultimately sorry to interrupt you if i interrupt you it's literally because i'll forget the thought and i then i will i won't be able to say it ultimately like you have to think about it too in the way of like we like to know what we can depend on people for and that goes in any capacity like in life you you know how you have your friends like these are my like Sometimes, like, you have, like, your friends that you know, like, those are, like, my party friends, you know? Like, they're always down for a good time. And then you have, like, your best friends, but maybe one of them, like, you know you don't like to go to her for, like, specific advice because maybe she's not the best at it. So, you know, you go to... Like, you you have people in your life for everything. And it's because right. we all have limitations and that... That's... Okay, I'm getting into, like, psychology now. So, the point is, we like to know what we can count on people on so, for. So, it's, right. like, when I think about Maddie, I instantly think like she's gonna give me skincare recs she's gonna make me laugh and she's gonna educate me well if I'm thinking about choose your glow not choose your social right but if I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about choose your glow I know I can count on you for skincare recs fun videos with skincare recommendations and entertaining educational content that is delivered quick to me like I boom like it sticks out and that's something that I think people also need to think about it's like when people think of your name what do you want people to think about what do you want people to rely on you for and that's why having a few pillars of whatever you're going to focus on is valuable and it's also like you know not everyone's gonna like you and that's just that just goes for life like no not every single person is going to like you just how you don't like every single person so expecting to serve the entire world with your content is ridiculous it's not gonna work right you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. And I was actually in a really good clubhouse conversation a few weeks ago. And I actually mentioned this in um, a choose your social post. But it was like a it was a clubhouse conversation about business. And it was just it was some business gurus, multimillionaire business guys, and they were giving everyone advice. And I don't know how I ended up in this conversation, I but it. I did. And he was saying And he mentioned this one analogy, and it it sticks with me, and I I use it in my post. He said, "Okay, you have if you want to do well, and we're talking, and they're talking business, right? People who want to, you know, be rich and become the best in their business. Mm -hmm. And I think it applies to social media too. If you, if someone comes onto your, or okay, retract. (laughs) If someone goes to a heart surgeon, right, and this heart surgeon is supposed to be the best in the game and you get there for your surgery and the heart surgeon is baking cakes 
and you find out that half of the day he's baking cakes, then you kind of lose a little bit of the trust in him because I would be like, he's not working on hearts all day. Right? Goodbye. So it was like, wow, that's a great way to put it because same goes to if someone comes on your, your Instagram page. If, if you're just talking about one specific thing all the time, one, you're going to become an expertise just because of the exposure you're giving yourself and the right. research you're putting into it. Right. It's just natural that you're going to become more of an expert an expert in it. But also people, you know, you get more um, trust from the people coming on your page because yep. they see that now you're an expert in it because that's all you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about one thing and then talking about something completely unrelated. And, you know, when it comes to stories... I, I think all things apply with stories. I think Agreed. stories are a great way to, like, let like people like a behind into, the scenes. Yeah. Right, right. You know, you, you, you want to build a, a relationship with people on your stories and bring in all aspects of your life, I think. Yeah. But when it comes to your posts, because that's kind of almost like your resume for people. Totally. When they come on to your page, they want to see you know, what what you have to offer, I think niching down and being really specific will help you have, um, you know, more trust with people. People right. will are be like more likely to follow you that way. Right. And that's that creates longevity. And that, you know, and I know that you and I are both on the same page with this is like, that's what I'm thinking about is like a long term thing. Like I'm and that's also why, you know, if you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling like, oh, like, you know, my engagement sucks, like, I'm sick of this, like, you have to think about it in the long term, like, there's going to be ebbs and flows. And so if you're in it for the long run, like, you just have to keep pushing, adjusting, and literally toughing it out sometimes, you know? Um, But so, yeah, agreed, totally. So now that you said, like, stories are one thing, why don't we quickly go over, like, we can do stories, IG feed, and then I would say TikTok because I feel like those okay. are the main things, right? I guess like the main platforms maybe right now. Um, and yeah. we can talk about like what, I guess, what we have been implementing lately and what we feel has been working the best. Um, yeah. So if you want to start, Perfect. we can do like Instagram feed and then stories because you're right. The strategy is different. Like let's talk about the mm-hmm. strategies that we have on each one is what I was trying to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd love to hear your your take on this too because yeah. obviously you have built your own thing and it's amazing and so I, I love to hear both sides but this is my opinion I think Instagram the feed um, and I I use my reels on my feed too not I, I've heard mixed um, you know reviews about that but I personally like to have my reels on my feed I've kind of given up the whole aesthetic I want to talk about so this. much and I want to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I've, I've kind of given up the whole, you know, I put so much energy into my aesthetic and it almost, you know, I didn't post things some days because I'm like, oh, this won't look good next to this other post. And Me every day. Yeah. And I, I stopped doing that because I, I don't, well, one, I don't think people come onto my page for the aesthetic. I, I think I've, I've realized that and I wanted so badly to have it all and to have the aesthetic and to also have, yeah. you know. You just sometimes you can't, you know, I'm not a natural, I don't naturally have an amazing aesthetic with all the content I'm creating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm creating, you know, entertaining content, funny content. And it's hard yeah. to like, and I've tried to do the whole cover 
photos on my reels and they don't do as well because people like to see that I think people like to see that it's an action video or it's like someone talking right and if you put writing on top I don't think people click on it as often so um I've kind of stopped worrying about that but I think your feed should be mainly like how how do how are you going to bring value quick hacks and I'm saying quick hacks you want someone to be able to pull something away in seven seconds. So that's my rule. Seven seconds, can you give something to someone for them to take away? Um, or entertaining, can you make them laugh in seven seconds? Um, you know, there's so many different things that I think can work, but bring value by sparking some type of emotion yes. quickly. And that's my feed. And then Obviously, carousels do amazing as well. Um, I, I try to use carousels as often as I can. One, because I think it will help the algorithm because you can't see analytics on Reels yet. That I think just seeing analytics in general is really important for growth because it kind of gives you an idea of what your audience is responding well to. Right. So I like carousel posts, keeping them really short and sweet um, instead of putting a lot of you know, information on three slides, I think put less information on 10 is so Mm. much better. It's easier on the eyes because people love to swipe. People love the motion of it. You know, like they don't want to sit here and read an an essay on Instagram. They don't go to Instagram for that. They, you know, go onto a blog for that. Right. Um, Just like they don't come to Instagram to watch a 10 minute video. They go to YouTube for that. So, you know, each platform plays a role. Mm -hmm. And I think with Instagram, it is quick. Um, easy on the eyes type of content. Stories, I think, are all about building a relationship and starting conversations. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is when you can bring up topics that may be controversial and get their opinion, start the conversation. I've had some of my best conversations bringing up something or asking the audience a question. The other day, I, um, I don't know if you saw this, but one of my followers um, brought up the topic of, you know, how she didn't like when I used filters sometimes in my, in my videos. And, you know, I kind of got a little bit, um, you know, defensive at first, but then I was like, you know what? I see where you're coming from. And thank you for bringing this up because maybe other people are thinking the same thing. So I brought it up and I asked people, you know, sometimes I do use filters in my videos. Sometimes I feel like shit and I don't want people to see my my face I don't want to put on makeup yeah and so I kind of asked everyone like what's what's your take on this yeah how do you feel about this right and I it was just such an interesting conversation I I love getting the conversation going because I had so many amazing dms with people that were on both sides I got a few rude dms I'm not gonna lie like one girl was like, why would that even be a question? Your skincare account. I can't believe you would ever use a filter. And it's like, okay, girl, okay, Karen. I don't always talk. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't She's always like... talk about skin. Yeah. Sometimes it's just lifestyle. I'm just talking about a story that happened to me. Like, I don't feel like I, you know, need to show my skin. I do show you my skin all the time. But, yeah. you know, it's just like we wear makeup. I feel like, you know, filters are fun for everyone. For you sure. Know, that's why they have them. But, Anyway, so that's what I'm saying is I think starting the conversation about various topics that I think controversial topics are great to start in um, in stories. And then, yeah, I think that's kind of how I differentiate the two. That was a very long answer. But no, that's I how loved I it. Differentiate the two. I loved it so much because 
I've been feeling some kind of way about IG. Like, I just feel like it's so hormonal and it's like mm-hmm. on its damn period for like, it's been on its period for a really long time. I think someone needs to check on it. Um, and right. I think, but I also, but I also realize that it it's, it's not Instagram. It's probably me. Like, you know what I mean? I just, so, okay. My, I guess, strategy on Instagram has varied, but right now, and I'm not saying this is right, but I'm saying because I've been very stagnant. Um, so, you know, full transparency, I really don't care. Um, my feed is very curated. I love to curate the feed. Like, I just love it. I enjoy doing that. Right. However, it is stressful as fuck because there's so much content that I don't share because I'm like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I wish sometimes I just didn't care. I wish I didn't care, but I know that in a sort of sense, sometimes it does matter. Sometimes it doesn't. And I think if, if I'm going to go with I don't care anymore, then I need to go full out the way you do. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, yours, even though you think you don't have an aesthetic, you do have an aesthetic. And it looks good. Like, just because there are <laughs> covers and it's, like, the text, like, it flows. Like, you have a color scheme, whether you realize it or not, and it does look good. So I think if you're going to go all out in the sense of, like, I'm not really going to focus on whether this fits or not, and I'm just going to share what I want to share, I think look at Maddie because you're doing it in a way where you're sharing everything you want to share, but it still looks appealing to the eye, you know? And so for me, I'm at a point where I just, I'm kind of getting bored of it being so curated. It's like, it's so bittersweet. Cause like you said, I wish I could have it all. I wish I could post whatever the fuck I wanted and post reels without a cover and show my face and show what I'm going to talk about and not care. But it drives me crazy. It drives me insane. And I think for so long, you know, people know they can come to my feed for it to look pretty. And I just, I don't even know if I care about that, though. You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm feeling some kind of way about the actual feed just because, I don't know. I think reels are doing so well right now. Like, photos are just getting shit engagement, at least for me. I mean, it varies. You know, my stories the other day got, like, three times the views that they normally do. And then my my feed post got none. And so I'm like, how does this make sense? Like, I just don't understand it. I refuse to get upset about it. Like, sometimes I do, right. for sure, because I'm a human. But, like, I re- I'm not going to be that person who, like, gets on sh- stories and is like, I just over the engagement. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, it's it's not always Instagram because there are other accounts that are growing. So clearly it's something that you have to adjust. And that's, I think, a hard pill to swallow that sometimes people don't want to accept. And yeah, sometimes maybe, you know, you might be shadow banned or maybe sometimes it is Instagram. Sometimes with all its changes, like for sure, because we see huge accounts complaining as well. So I get it. But to a certain point, I'm like, there's something that I must be doing, not wrong, but like there could be more things I could be doing, like implementing more reels, etc. So am I even answering the question? I don't know. The point is, I'm feeling a little frustrated frustrated with my strategy on Instagram just because I want to be more carefree about it but I just care way too much. So it's like, which one am I going to give up? And I want to share more. Like I'm having so much fun on TikTok and I want to, I want us to talk about that too. And I want to share more of that on Instagram because I think it, I think my TikTok is a, I think my podcast is an extension of what I'm starting to do on TikTok. Like those little conversations that I'm having and the messaging that I have on TikTok. Like if you came to my podcast from TikTok, you would be like, oh, this makes sense. Right. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I think it really makes sense. And I think the themes and the topics that I touch on, like you can find all that in my podcast in much longer conversations. Right. So I love that everything is connected. And and so 
I want my Instagram to be also a representation a representation of my podcast and my TikTok though my TikTok is super small but that's kind of what I I mean that's what I love and that's what I want people to come to me for and that's what I want people to count on me for and that's why my stories I often have the best engagement on my stories rather than in feed just because on my stories I can be this way I can talk I can show people my personality I can show you know like I think I'm funny and so I think I can show that on my stories more you know and so I think that's why people like to do to come to me for my stories more and I always get that feedback so that's why I'm feeling like question mark with my feed because I'm just like is it even worth having a curated feed if I've been if I my growth has been so slow like why don't I just like fuck it and like try something new like I can always go back right to like a curated feed you have to think about like okay the people that care about the curated feed may not care about like the other things you're talking right. about the, totally. the real life conversation totally so you have to think about okay who's giving you your engagement because yeah. the people that are Such giving you point. engagement on your perfectly aesthetic feed you know a lot of people do appreciate that and like i myself i i can think of a few accounts that I follow, maybe, like, the really big, like, in the millions accounts that I follow specifically because it's just, I love their feed. It's mm-hmm. so fun to look at. Mm-hmm. But that's their thing. And that's the thing that they don't divert from, right? right. But I think you have such a, a natural, amazing personality. And if you start to focus more on that and less about the feed, one, it'll take less energy. But, I mean, then again, you said you love doing it. So, I mean... To a point, like, I don't, I like to take pictures, but it doesn't, like, I've definitely forced myself into that position and, like, trained myself into that position because I don't love taking pictures of myself. Like, it doesn't come naturally to me. Like, for sure, I love a good selfie. I love looking cute. You know, who doesn't? But, like, I don't, I don't want to go out into the street and stand in the middle of the street and take, like, that's just not what I like to do, you know? So, uh, in a sense, like, I've been thinking about this for a while thinking like how do I not give a fuck but maybe kind of give a little bit of a fuck to still make it look somewhat decent but also just like share whatever and I think this conversation is what I needed because I think I'm just gonna do it because what you're saying is so true and also it's like I don't really want to be valued for a curated feed I would much rather and if you do by the way there's something wrong with that I'm just saying I would much rather be valued for, like, I fucking love this girl's personality. I love that she's making me laugh. I love that she gave me some real talk, a pep talk. Like, that's what I want. Right. So, yeah. But then but then there's the other part of me that's like, but Instagram is so visual. Like, everybody, you know, when someone comes to your page, it needs to look pretty. Like, I don't know why I've had that ingrained for so long. Right. And you know? I, I think it has been the case for a while, but it's starting Changing. to divert from that. Yeah. But you, I think, I think you have like almost two different communities, right? You have your community on your stories and the ones that enjoy your reels and your TikToks. And I feel like those are almost like, that's one community that you have. And yes, you have the group of people like, you know, me and like other, um, you know, girls online, girls and guys online that just, we love whatever you post because it's you and we, we love you. But I think you also have the community that appreciates your curated feed. And I almost feel like you need to choose which community you want to focus on, you know? (laughs) And I know that that's so hard, but in the big scheme of things, you may have to start with a smaller community. But if you put all your effort into that one community, 
more people will come that are going to be a part of that community. So yes, it's you're, trust it, me, like you're spitting facts right now, and it's it's so true. Sorry, I feel like we just got into like a one on one session, and I didn't I mean to do that, but <laughs> but I think this would be helpful no, to people I because it. I know people that are also in the same boat of just feeling like. I, every time I post, I, I say like, oh man, this didn't make it to the feed because it didn't fit. And I feel so annoying even saying that. And people are like, oh my God, me too. Like, I know this is a struggle, right? So that's my struggle on my feed. Stories, I think you use it to, like you said, create conversations, engage with the people that you have because, the you know, who, whoever's watching your stories is already following you. So build a, a relationship with them, interact with them. When they DM you, respond, learn people's names, like take time, like don't just respond with a smiley face like literally take time to build conversations like that's my favorite part right and and maybe that isn't if that isn't your favorite part like you if you want a long-term if you want long-term success with this in my opinion that needs to be a priority for you you need to care about the people that are giving you your engagement that are giving you those brand deals like that's you need to cater to them and then tiktok you're the the backbone yeah tiktok (laughs) we're gonna you're you're the queen of tiktok but i just want to give people a little backstory because so I never liked I thought I didn't like TikTok I just didn't give it a chance you know um and so I started TikToking uh, like two maybe three months ago and I started in my head I'm like okay boom I'm just gonna do like little hauls I'm gonna do a little day in my life because I was doing a little bit of that on reels and I do enjoy that but it but I didn't even think about it I knew what I wanted to actually do but I, I didn't have the balls to do it because it intimidated me because it was a new platform to me and so right. I started, I was bored, it was, felt forced, I was not seeing numbers, I just felt like, what am I even doing? So I had a session with Maddie, and we both came to the conclusion that I needed to be doing little, you know, mental health, self-love, pep talks, kind of like like I just said, this, my podcast, but in, you know, 10 to 20 seconds. And so that's what I've been doing, and it's been so fun, and I actually have fun doing it, so... That's what and can I've... we talk about some of your videos, like, practically going viral? Like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and then, but then, see, this is, TikTok is also hormonal because some of them do so well, and then the next three, it's, like, 200 views, 100 views, right. 200 views. I'm but like, it's the, but you, the fact that you have the community you have already, like, is amazing so quick because... Those people No, I'm are, not complaining you know, at all. I'm not right, complaining. Right, right. Yeah. But I, I agree. Like, I mean, TikTok is so hormonal. I, Bro, I, it's like... I will go through months where I get, like, no engagement. But at the same time, then that one video will pop yeah, off. Yeah. And it, it kind of builds the momentum for your other videos. Exactly. But it's so true. It's so hormonal. But it's also just... It's such a fun platform. It is fun. It is so random, and it's, also you get you don't so know what's much gonna, inspo. You don't know what's going to pop off, first of all. Right. And, like, maybe the one, the video you're thinking is going to pop off, let me tell you, it's not. It's not going to pop not, off. No. I posted this it's one the other so day, true. and I was like, people are going to fucking love this. And I got, like, seven views in an hour. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and private this one because it hurt my ego a little bit. So let's really quick, just give me, like, a, a few notes for anybody who, you know, is thinking about TikTok or, like, what you suggest on TikTok because you gave me like the best advice. Um, and if I highly suggest if anyone is feeling confused or conflicted, like get a session with Maddie because that's what helped me. And like you said, sometimes you. you need, sometimes you need a third party perspective. Like you just do. Right. Um, and then after that, I want to get into just like mistakes that we see or maybe the most common pain points that people come, that we hear people coming what am I even saying? The most common like pain points that people come to you with. 
Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay, wait, what was the first one? (laughs) Sorry, I'm a mess. Like, TikTok in general, just your thoughts right now. Um, Okay, so, like, kind of how to, how to grow. Right. How to master TikTok. Yeah. Okay, because I'm still, I feel like I'm still figuring it out. I, I know, I know what works, but also people have to understand that the algorithm can be super random. So how yes. it works, let's first talk, talk about the algorithm. Okay. How it works is kind of similar to Instagram, a little different. Instagram, your post is shown to your followers, right? Mm-hmm. A group of your followers, if they respond well to it, it is shown to a bigger group of your followers. If they respond well to it, then it starts to be posted to the Explorer page. Yeah. Um, hashtags, it starts ranking in hashtags and so on, right? So the the core is the followers, but TikTok it is so different. You, no matter what, will show up on the FYP page and the For You page, and <laughs> you are going to be shown to people that don't follow you, and it's super random. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll show it to 10, 50 people, and if those people don't like what they see and they don't interact with it, then it's almost like the video dies off. So that's why it's random, and that's why hashtags can really play a role Mm -hmm. but you know it really is just chance if those people relate to it and they like it then it'll show it to more people and they still show it to your following but I think the following doesn't matter as much with TikTok because if a video is good it's gonna pop off right Right. it's going to get a lot of views if it resonates with five people and then 10 and then 30 most likely it's gonna resonate with a lot of people right So you have to just really think about how are you going to speak to someone that has no idea who you are. So, you know, that's why, one, you you want to somehow, um, because they don't care about your, how you feel. They really don't. If if followers love you and they want to support you, but... Someone that doesn't know you, they're not going to be like, oh, I want to support this person. They want the juice. They want the juice. They want to be, they want to help themselves. Yeah. And that's just how you have to think of it with TikTok. So I think um, one tip is to use the word you in like the first three seconds. So um, tell them this is something that you need to do today. This is three tips that will help you. And if you talk about that instead of using me, because I see people make that mistake a lot. They'll be like, okay, this is what helped me get through the day today. No, this is what's going to help you yeah. get through the day today. Yeah. So, you know, think about how are you going to speak to that person that is going to see you on the feet. And then also, um, I think being super quick with it is also mm-hmm. important. People have a really short attention span on TikTok. Yeah. They, just, they just do. So unless you are... Unless you have a really juicy story. The only time I see long videos do really well is when there's, like, a juicy story that people just need to hear the rest of. Like, I mean, you've probably seen some of those where you go to their feed and you look for part two, three, four, and five. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's the only time where, you know, you can get away with a longer video is if you have something super juicy to spill. But in reality I think just quick easy information that people can learn and you'd be surprised at how something like how simple things also do really well totally it's like things that might be so obvious to you like don't think they're obvious to everyone and that's what aren't that's what you have to remember is like share every secret you have no matter how simple you think it is and exactly you know one of the videos that popped off for me I was literally just saying like 
if you don't first I shared a book that like I was like no one's gonna care about this and people loved it and it was like eight Mm -hmm. seconds right and the second one that did so well was I I said if you don't like a thought say you don't accept it like people need at least for me because my my niche is is I guess like this kind of shit right People need these little reminders. People love these little pep talks. People love feeling inspired. People love feeling... People love to relate. So if you can make Mm -hmm. something relatable, people are going to love you. And I have a question for you for TikTok. Let's say somebody's trying to grow on TikTok. Do you recommend when you're speaking to your clients, like, do you recommend their content be an extension of their Instagram? Because I've seen people that have very different, you know that they show a very different side of them on TikTok versus Instagram. But I think for, personally, I feel like if you're trying to use TikTok as a means to grow your other platforms, it makes the most sense when there's some correlation, you know? Right. I think, yeah, you you hit it right on the head. Um, If you want TikTok, because TikTok can really help you grow on your Instagram. Um, Because think about it. How many times have you clicked on someone's Instagram from their TikTok? Yeah. A, A lot of times. Yeah. I don't always follow them because if it doesn't correlate, then I'm like, um, maybe I won't be interested. That's how I feel about just... mine. That's how I feel about mine. Mm-hmm. I feel like people probably, I got some, I got followers after those, or a few of the videos that did really well. And I know had my feed been more, I just, I don't know. Like what, what does a person who talks about this kind of thing feed look like? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, what does it, yeah. but I think that's where I have to, and I'm sorry, I'm being such a greedy bitch. I'm not trying to make this about me, but I'm just, I hope no, this is helpful in a way, but that's where I think I get to even kind of like pave the way of what I think my feed sh- should look like or not even should because there's no should but like what I want it to look like that mm-hmm. actually represents the things that I value the most because right. I don't think selfies well I think whatever this is a whole other subject anyway <laughs> continue well okay let's let's piggyback off this because I think I think this is helpful I think for you, personally, okay, if I'm on your TikTok and you're giving me, like, self-love, life advice type content, I click on your feed, you know, I want to I see pictures of you. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, but you're also, right. I want to see, I want to see, um, you know, inspiring quotes and carousels that give um, life advice, five, five things that you need to do today that will, you know... Love that. Make you feel better about something. Yeah. I you know, love that. those are the kind of things I would personally want to see, but I'd also want to see reels and rewatch the videos that I already saw that I loved. And so I think that is kind of if if you want to grow your Instagram, that's something that because think about quotes are quick and you can see them right away. And right. people love to share those. So if they already see you as someone that is going to be a role model for them when it comes to that, then I think you would do really well with that kind of content. And I've, Um, sorry to interrupt you, I've been trying to share a few of my TikToks on Reels, but you would be so disappointed. But my my cover photos are like flowers because I'm like, it doesn't look good. It doesn't match. And I'm like, no one's going to click on this shit because like it's a bouquet. And then once you click on it, I'm talking to you about like self-love. Like it doesn't, and just I know it. it. I know with it. With your face, you you don't even. I mean, you know, you could just um, <sighs> screenshot part of it and then just go to your stories and put writing. I on know top it's just of the it, text. It the text. On, the text on my feed. It makes me go crazy. I need to get over this shit. I, I need to get over I it. I know you do, and I'm telling you, you you do because I, I will. think it, I think it will help. Yeah. I think it will help you. I, I promise will. you. Test it out. I will. I mean, I'm no. I've been feeling <laughs> some kind of way, and I. 
that's what like that's what I that's why I said to you like I'm gonna try it out and if I don't like it and if I don't feel like it's working in a way like I can just go back like nothing you're not stuck yeah. right if you're feeling Absolutely. I think that's a great I think that's a great point to make in general is just like if you're feeling stuck on any platform do something else like switch it up like don't be afraid to switch it up and if it doesn't work you can go back like your aesthetic right. is gonna be fine I need it me to me your aesthetic is gonna be fine try something <laughs> new bitch okay um <laughs> let's talk about like give me three of the main things that you see people struggling with that come to you Okay, and would you say TikTok or just in general? Whatever you, whatever sticks out to you when I say, like, what are the main things that you hear on and on and on? Okay, I think people, one, people lose interest creating content because they don't, people group getting motivation to make content with engagement, Mm. and you can't do that. Mm. You cannot group those two together. Those are two different things. You make the content because it's good content, right? Regardless of the numbers. Right. And just because it does not do well doesn't make it bad content, but maybe you can switch your strategy around and make it more receptive, yes. right? So if you say you have something a really really good tip and you share it in a carousel and it doesn't, you know, people don't respond well to it. Okay, well, what about the carousel that maybe didn't pull people in? Was there too much writing? Or was it, you know, were the colors off? Were, um, you know, like look into the, look inward into the content and see if it's, if it's good advice and it's a good tip, then don't feel like it's not. Right. Because it is. You just, you have to, you have to try to pivot your way of, um, I guess, putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to focus on is, what does your audience respond well to? Okay, well, this is a good tip, and that was a good tip that did really well. So what are what, what's the difference here? Yes. Because there's something about that piece of content that did well, and you really need to look inward and think about why it did well. And so I think that's the main thing I help my clients do, especially when it comes to, like, Instagram. Um, most of my clients want to grow on Instagram. Yeah. We, we look at their content. We see, okay, let's pick out your best pieces of content. What is it about these pieces of content that did really well? And we'll find the similarities. And honestly, it's so different for every single client. Some clients do really well with just posting a makeup selfie because they're really good at makeup. Yeah. And, okay, people really like that about you. You're really good at makeup. You have a beautiful face for makeup. Let's Let's maximize on that and let's, you know, find ways that we can use that kind of picture and, you know, create more kind of content around that. Yeah. So I think you have to think about not what's working for other people, but what's working for you and your page and maximize that. So I think that's one pain point. Um, Another pain point is, you know, oh, I was talking about creating content. So Mm -hmm. people get unmotivated. I think batching content is probably when you feel the it, do it. Thing. Yep. Yes, it's the best thing that you can do. And, you know, even like everyone's different. I'm someone who needs structure and I really need, um, I need to set aside a day that is going to be content creation day. And on those days, I, you know, work starts the night before. I'm getting nine hours of sleep that night. Because I know that You're if I am up. well rested and I, I'm eating good the day before. Because yeah. I know I'm, I need to Feel good. Um, biohack myself yes. into 
knowing that it's going to be a good day for me. Yes. I'm not going to party the night before. I'm not, you know, so that that's like kind of how I see it. That's what works for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone has to be so structured like that, but I know myself and I know what works for me. And that is something that has really helped me. I have a content batching day. I am specific about the day. No questions asked. I don't, you know, I don't plan things before. I don't take calls on that day. That is my content creation day. Yep. Sometimes I have to change the day and, you know, life happens. But I think just being super um, strict about when you're creating content is really important. And batching, like writing captions. I don't think every caption needs to be some long form essay. But if you do have a few posts where you are, you know, getting down into detail then um batch writing those all together because once you start you're in the flow it's almost like you can't stop yeah it's like writing a blog like for sure you just have to sit down and just be in the mode um so yeah batch create content that will really it will really really help because then when it's a day that you're not feeling your best you don't have to worry about creating content and writing a caption all you have to worry about is posting, engaging for a little, and then take the day for yourself, you know? Amen. I love that. Um, before I ask you my last question, I want to – I'm going to say something, and I want you to tell me if this is true or false for you. Okay. When you said I, – I thought this when you said, like, look at what's been, what's worked for you and what's worked with your audience, right? And then not replicate that, but, yeah, replicate that and do it as, in as many forms as you can, right? So let's take me for example right now. Let's say I start doing something completely different with my feed. I want anyone who's going to do something different and who might want to switch things up because I know there are a lot of people. I've had a few sessions where people are like, I just, I'm sick of doing this. I don't want to do just skincare. I want to do this or I want to do more skincare. I want to do whatever it is, right? Don't be scared if at first it's not as it's not as well received right because right. you have to think about how you've been addressing a certain kind of audience and a certain audience in particular with a certain kind of content and so you know they might not be receptive to your new way but don't let that deter you because ultimately like and this is why I love that you always focus on like think of something you love to do long and that you want to and that's something that you can sustain because if you are switching your content on whatever platform and you know this is something that you love and that you're going to sustain, the right audience is going to find you. And it's okay if people leave exactly. because that means they don't vibe with you and that's fine. You don't want people that don't vibe with you anyway. So when you lose followers, that is a good thing. Like that is a good, right. I know it hurts, but like it's a good thing because you want people that want to be there. So don't be afraid if when you're pivoting your content or your strategy, it's not as well received at, at first. It might not be. It might be. Who knows? I'll let you know how it goes for me, you know? Um, And you might lose people and that's okay. So at first, I think you have to be mindful when you're switching it up. Be mindful of the analytics in a way because don't let the posts not being as well received with your previous audience stop you from continuing to do something that you want to sustain. Um, And that is something that I have to remind myself too because I think that's also why I've been scared to switch it up because I'm like, people know what they can expect from me. They know it's going to be a cute pic and it's like this and whatever. My captions, I try to incorporate my personality and my captions, but like, I just don't think that's enough anymore personally. And so I can't let the fear of disappointing people or like losing people keep me from switching it up if I know that is something that I want to do, you know? And so that just, I just wanted to to say that. like... 
okay, so say you do pivot and you're pivot you're pivoting to um, something that maybe is only well received with 60% of your followers right now. Well, try to think of it that way. Like your your audience is smaller now, right? Yeah. yeah. So t- your numbers are going to be different because you are now starting almost fresh or you're yeah. starting at a lower point with a smaller audience. So focus on that audience and look at the analytics and start to only look at the analytics for that content. Right. What does well with that kind of content. So um, what I mean about like look about look at your posts and see what does well is the posts in like the same category. If you're pivoting, sure. it's, it's you're you're going to see a change in your analytics. It's yeah. just it is what the it truth is. Of it. Yeah. But you almost like you're starting a new community and you're already going to have people in that community that are there and they're staying. But yeah, you're right. You may lose some of the people that were there for something else. Yeah. And if you're not feeding them what they want to see, but it's okay. They may fall off. And that's totally fine. And I, you know, I definitely um, have dabbled in different things. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a time I love cooking, I love it. And there yes, was a time I remember you did I a lot of recipes. Like, yeah. Yes, and I, I kind of stopped because I'm like, wait, what am I doing here? Like, this is not what I want the sole purpose of my page to be. And although I do love cooking, I almost felt like the content I was making was taking away the fun of me cooking. Mm. I was, I was stressing about it. I was, yeah. I felt like I, I had needed so much time. I was spending so much money on an ingredients that I didn't need. And then I would, you know, have all these plans to make all these recipes. So I stopped. I'm you like, like you, know re- what? you were like resenting cooking. <laughs> right. And I'm like, this is taking, like, this is not what one, what I want my page to be about. Yeah. I posted it a few times and it really, like a few of the posts did really well. And I think it almost like gave, made me cocky. Like, oh my gosh, this got this many saves. Need like, to keep I'm, it up. I need to keep doing it. Yeah. But it's a different it's different people. It was different people coming into my page and then they saw that my main thing was skincare and it just, it didn't work. And But that's it's so why, good that although, you tried it. Like, you tried it out. Right. And it's like, you know, I could have rolled with that. If yeah. I, you know, it did resonate with some people and had I really enjoyed it, then I would have kept up with it and maybe, yeah. you know, made it more about skin food and stuff like that, which is kind of what I was doing. But, um, you know, don't be afraid to dabble in things. Yes. And if things don't work out you know, move on with life. <laughs> yes. I love that. Um, well, I feel like we could talk for like hours about this. Cause again, it's like, know, there's so much to it. And I think it's also very it really situational is. because it, it, so many things depend on what you're doing, but I hope that a lot of the concepts that we shared and like my, like my struggles and the things that you've changed, like, I, I hope that whoever's listening, you can take what applies to you, you know, and like apply it to whatever industry you're in or whatever kind of content you're creating. But I guess my last question that I want to ask you is, what do you say to somebody who is a content creator or is, you know, maybe you're going to start or you're already a content creator, whatever it might be. The numbers game really gets to people. The numbers really fuck with people and it's hard, right? Um, Comparison can be a real bitch online. And so I would just love to hear like, what do you do and what helps you when you're going down that road or when you know, how do you not let the numbers get to you? Do they get to you? I mean, I know you're human and I'm human. Of course they fucking get to us. But what do you say to someone to keep going? What do you say to someone who's like losing motivation and is just like, I can't, you know, this, 
this is too tough. This is what, it, what even is my question? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just like a little this pep talk. What... Let's leave people with a little pep talk. That's what I want. Okay. If you're listening and you're a content creator, look, think of three big time content creators that are killing it on IG that are, have millions of followers. Do me a favor, go on their profile and tell me how many posts they have. I'm telling you, some of them have 3,000 posts. Yeah. So you can't, you can't get down about you reaching a standstill. You can't do that because the people that are killing it and that are making a career out of it and that are just, you know, have millions of followers and have these huge communities, it, it didn't, it was not overnight. So people need to remember that, that the top bloggers on Instagram have 3,000 posts. Yeah. And I'm telling you, go look right now. Yeah, there are some people that are were overnight ex- successes. and But those are the um, exceptions. They're not the rule. Those are the exceptions. They're the outliers. So go and if when you do that, I promise you, you'll feel a little better about content creation. Yes. And also, just to add to that, I love that. But it's also like, yeah, comparison is inevitable because we're human, right? It's like part of the human experience, unfortunately, sometimes. Right. But just remind yourself, like, you don't really know what you're comparing yourself to. Like, you don't, you might be, you're you're comparing your page to somebody else's page, but you have no fucking clue what is under that page. When did they start? Who gave them a shout out? How long have they been doing this? Did they have to quit, you know, their job? Did they have to work three jobs on the side? Did they have to, you have no clue. So it's like, okay, you want to compare yourself? at least know what you're comparing yourself to. Get their full fucking story and then tell me how, and then tell me if you're still going to compare yourself because I bet you you won't. Once you know someone's struggles and what it took them to get there, you kind of, it almost makes you feel better because you're like, okay, like, wow, like they've been through it, you know, they've been through it to get there. So like, it's okay that I'm struggling. So the next time you want to compare yourself, fine. But tell yourself, like, if you're going to compare yourself, you compare yourself to the, the, the reality, like their authentic story. And that will make you kind of like, that's what I've been doing. I'm I'm like, you don't, you don't know what, I I don't know what I'm comparing myself to. I don't know what her life is. I don't know when she started. I don't know her story. I don't know what it took her to get there. Like you can't, you just can't. It's not fair. You don't know their quality of life. You don't know if they You don't know if if they're even happy. Are they even happy? 22 hours a day. Right. It's like, are they even happy? Because anyone can look happy online. Right. And like, I know we're not happy 24 hours of the day, but don't you, if you're going to be comparing yourself, like, don't you want to be comparing yourself to someone who's, like, fulfilled and, and, and truly loving what they're doing? Like, you don't even know. So, right. that's, I love that. I love that we ended it there. So, don't compare yourself yes. because it's literally <laughs> worthless. Instead of comparing yourself, go, go outside, get a coffee, <laughs> buy something right. online. Okay. Actually, one thing I do want to share. Oh, tell I me. think there's, am I allowed, can I come out of this and go, I want to name a few podcasts for people to listen to. Okay. Here's a few podcasts for I think people should listen to. Love if you it. if you want if you want help with um mindset. My or like just building a brand, social media, this I'll just have this in the background. Okay. Social media marketing marketing by Michael Stelzner. He has all of these um famous people on I'm that are killing them. it in content strategy. Too. 
yeah, so this is a really good podcast if you just want to hear, and it's not just Instagram, it's YouTube, TikTok. He has people from all Love aspects it. of content creation, and it's just, it's very motivating. Yeah. The Influencer Podcast by Julie Solomon. Oh, I, I love like, her. I, I like her. She's getting a little salesy about her. I haven't um, listened in a while, but... Yeah, she I, I she has great info, but sometimes the first twenty minutes, she's talking about her um programs, her like programs, yeah. which you know not everyone responds well to, but whatever. And then where was the other one I wanted to? Oh, the Boss Babe podcast. Mm. Have you love. listened to that? Oh yeah. my gosh, that that one's a really good one too. Okay, I just wanted to. No, I'm like, I love if that. You guys have time? Not everyone has time to read, but just put those on in your ear. It almost gives you motivation to just keep going. No, for sure. Sometimes you need to find those, like, external things that are going to trick your mind into feeling motivated. And that's okay. Sometimes that's what you have to do. So thank you for the shares. I love that. Um, Okay, well, I love this episode. This is, like, I needed this. You don't understand how, like, pumped I am right now. Like, I needed this. And every time we finish our conversations, I just feel like I'm, like, let's go. Like, I'm just, like, ready to go fuck up my feet. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Thank you so much for coming back. And guys, go hit up Maddie. And if you're not looking for, you know, consulting or help, go follow her because she gives literally so much free help. So, and it's just funny and entertaining and she's the best. So go follow her. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much for coming back. You're so welcome. I love this. Okay, me too. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.